0: Hi there, and welcome to Sheltered Journey, a place where parents and caregivers of children living with emotional, behavioral, developmental, and intellectual challenges can come anytime, anywhere to feel less alone, less isolated in their journey. A place where their experiences are shared, acknowledged, and honored. This is also a place for people who may not be on this particular journey, but who want to learn, understand, and be more supportive of the people in their lives who are on this path. You can listen to all episodes of this podcast by going to www.shelteredjourney.com. Some episodes that may be of interest to you. Episode 2, The Fight. Talks about all the various battles we have on the journey of advocating for our child living with challenges, sometimes with school administration, with extended family, with our own child, and how those confrontations affect us. Episode 22, The Things We Celebrate, looks at the celebrations and special moments on this journey, some very different than what we would have expected and the importance of recognizing those times. Episode 17, No Easy Answers, talks about how often there are no easy answers to the many questions we have as parents and caregivers of children living with challenges. And also at the website, you can show your support for my work and the Sheltered Journey podcast by making a donation that helps me continue to bring you new episodes each week and i thank you this episode of sheltered journey is called surviving and thriving to survive is to live and exist within our day-to-day lives despite the inevitable hardships and challenges we may face to thrive is to prosper to grow develop and flourish as human beings, to meet goals we have set for ourselves, grow personally and spiritually, feel peaceful and contented. When we ask someone how they are doing and they answer with, I'm surviving, their words suggest that they are just getting by, doing okay, but not particularly well. When someone says they're thriving, although they may not use the word thriving, they may say, I feel amazing or I'm doing great, we might expect them to be doing well in their work or school or in their various relationships, in their personal growth or spirituality. Ultimately, however, what it means to thrive varies from person to person. For some people, thriving means they can stop working and will never again have to worry about money. For others, it may be working but doing a job they feel passionate about versus a job that drains their body and soul. Someone else may thrive by living in a cabin in the woods away from civilization. For some, thriving may be as simple as regularly solving the Sunday New York Times crossword puzzle. Someone that I used to work with years ago told me that her idea of paradise—another word for thriving—was to live in a New York City apartment crammed with wall-to-wall books—classics, murder mysteries, historical fiction—and she'd read them all from cover to cover. The idea of surviving versus thriving plays out in our lives more than we think. For example, at a get-together, you may find yourself feeling detached from a discussion with a group of people you sit with. You might find yourself nodding your head and doing your best to look interested, but in your mind, you'd much rather be home watching Netflix. But then, at the same party, you connect with a group of people and come to life as you discuss topics that resonate with you. You get so excited that you find yourself cutting off the person who is talking because you can't wait to add something to the conversation and learn more from the people in your group. At this party, you started out surviving in a conversation, but then you went to thriving. We can hope for a life that balances surviving with thriving. A life in which we weather the inevitable storms that pass through with those things that bring us peace, joy, and fulfillment. Parents and caregivers of children living with challenges certainly know what it is to survive and live alongside daily, significant, and sometimes debilitating struggles and challenges. We do it every day on this journey. We put one foot in front of the other and push on. We navigate through the meltdowns, crises, and uncertainty of the future, doing the best we can. Can we, however, do more than just survive on this path? More than just keep our heads above water and not go under? I often pose this question to friends of mine and to myself. That is, are we as parents and caregivers of children living with challenges destined to just survive, to simply hold on for dear life and put out fires, or can we actually thrive? Can our lives have some meaning outside of the overwhelm and exhaustion of loving and advocating for our children? Can we follow dreams, achieve personal goals, What does that look like, feel like? How do we live with the guilt and other difficult feelings we may have in developing and growing our lives? I consider myself to be a late bloomer in life. High school and college were not my shining hours. I don't look back at my youth with particularly fond memories. I've bloomed, so to speak, in my fifties. By bloomed or blossomed, I mean that with weekly therapy, honest contemplation of my strengths and weaknesses, and some very good antidepressants, I am less fearful of life, more trusting of my decisions, more accepting of myself, far less judgmental of my body more able to roll with the punches of life. And with this late blooming, I want to thrive more than ever, live out my dreams, become fluent in a second language, and live, even temporarily, in a place where I can speak it regularly. I want to reach more parents and caregivers on this journey and provide them with even more support than I already do with the Shelter Journey podcast. Perhaps even find a loving partner to share my life with. However, I also live with the reality of loving and advocating for my daughter, V, who lives with emotional and developmental challenges. V will need me throughout her life. That is reality. Along with my ex husband, I will be her guardian, monitor her finances, medication, therapies, and medical decisions, living arrangements. I will do my best to keep her safe and help her to live her best life despite the challenges she lives with. And with this incredible responsibility, one that many parents and caregivers have on this journey, can I and others like me thrive and not just survive? I believe we must try to thrive when we can, because in taking care of ourselves, we can provide better support for our children. As parents and caregivers, Our roles often involve being emotional and sometimes physical shock absorbers for our children, fighting for and sometimes with them. And in this role, we may sometimes forget that we are human beings who deserve to live our lives in abundance, to flourish, despite the difficult realities we live within. Our journey to thriving will look and feel different from those not on this path. It may not be large and over the top. Perhaps it's just micro-moments in our lives. But we must try to thrive even within the most emotionally troublesome circumstances and times. I hear stories from friends and listeners on this journey who are doing their best to thrive, not just survive. A friend whose child is on the spectrum and in need of a great deal of care and support takes a few days away to see her other child who recently moved west. And in those days away, my friend stepped over from day-to-day survival to thriving for just a bit. I loved hearing the lightness of her voice as she described the excitement of waiting at the airport for her flight and the time spent away. After struggling for years and most recently becoming a physical threat to himself and his family, a child living with emotional and behavioral challenges is placed in a residential psychiatric facility. His parents feel a gut-wrenching mixture of guilt, exhaustion, sadness, and ultimately some relief that their son is somewhere where he can get the help and 24-hour supervision he so desperately needs. The parents decide to go away for a few days to breathe and recharge. It is impossible for them not to worry about their son but they know he is safe, and with that knowledge, they get in their car and drive to another state where they stay in a hotel, take long walks in the mornings, rest, and visit with good friends in the area. They feel relieved to be away, laugh at the jokes their friends tell them to relieve tension. Do they feel guilty being away from their son for enjoying their time away? Yes for even laughing so hard that they have to hold their sides. Yes, they feel guilty about that. But they accept that guilt is part of the journey of living and even thriving alongside their child. Another friend of mine on this journey is learning to accept that her daughter, who lives with emotional and behavioral struggles and refuses medication and therapy, would rather live on the streets and in the homes of strangers than safely in her own home. Her daughter has been physically and sexually assaulted multiple times and sometimes shows up at my friend's door sick and in need of medical help due to an untreated illness or infection. My friend takes her daughter to the hospital, or her daughter goes to the hospital on her own and my friend meets her there, and she attempts to get her additional help. During this time, my friend is pummeled with words filled with anger, accusations, and threats from her daughter. Sometimes her daughter has kind, loving words and shows affection, but my friend feels those words are more manipulative than genuine. Yet despite this roller coaster, my friend lives on with her daughter. She is living her life, perhaps even for the briefest of moments, thriving. Her face lit up as she told me about a recent trip into New York City to meet a friend at a museum and then having drinks and dinner afterwards. My friend plans to travel south to visit her family for the holidays, in the hopes that her daughter will join her and her other child for the trip, My friend has purchased an extra ticket, but she lives with the reality that the extra ticket may not be used. She made sure she purchased a ticket that is fully refundable. My friend is pushing toward thriving as best she can. I often feel as if I live in survival mode. I often feel as if I get dragged under with depression and exhaustion but i push from survival mode to thriving when i take time to do things for myself like taking piano lessons sitting alone in a cafe enjoying a coffee as i watch people go by striking up conversations with total strangers and perhaps learning something new or making a friend i've even downloaded an app and practice french when i can because I would love to become fluent. I won't talk about my adventures in dating as that feels more like survival and not anything close to thriving. So in my own way, I am doing my best to edge over from survival mode to thriving. Can parents and caregivers thrive on this journey even for the briefest of moments. Realize dreams, though they may have to be reimagined. Flourish and grow. I believe we can. I refuse to believe that the rest of our lives will involve various versions of survival, of putting out raging fires or at least bringing them to a manageable blaze we all have dreams. Will those dreams need to be adjusted? Yeah, I accept that. It may not be thriving in the way that we imagined it would be, or in the way that we see others not on this journey thriving, but we can. Perhaps as parents and caregivers on this path, we can create our own word for living in survival mode while hoping and trying to thrive. Let's call it Sir Thriving, or to Sir Thrive, S U R T H R I V E. <laughs> Perhaps I'll call up the folks at Merriam Webster and have them coin the term created here on Sheltered Journey. From my experiences and those of others on this path, There is a place somewhere between surviving and thriving where parents and caregivers of children living with challenges can live, breathe, and grow. A place where laughter and joy lives alongside guilt and regret. Where day trips, weekend escapes, and vacations are enjoyed despite inevitable sadness and anger where dreams can be lived and realized alongside fears and restlessness about the future. In this, and here's that term just for us, we are Sir Thriving. What are your dreams outside of your role as a parent or caregiver? What makes you happy and calms your spirit? Think about that for a few minutes you don't have to go big here. For example, I recently flipped through a book of comics by Gary Larson called The Far Side. And in the moments of reading that book again, I'd read it years ago, but forgot how funny it was. Laughing until my belly hurt, I thrived. My spirit and heart were open and flourishing. I was Sir Thriving, and I didn't even recognize it at the time. I wish the same for you, even for just a few moments. If you would like to share your journey or you just want to say hi, you can reach me at shelteredjourney at gmail.com. That's S-H-E-L-T-E-R-E-D-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y at gmail.com. Your privacy will always be respected and I look forward to hearing from you. Finally, in the next day or two, find an experience, no matter how small, in which you flourished, thrived, or just felt better. Maybe it was an interesting article you read, a funny show you watched, a great cup of tea. As you think about that experience, Look for ways that you can have similar experiences in the coming days. Thank you for listening to Sheltered Journey. Be well.